my film is a lot more stressful than I thought it was going to be. You really did go straight in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, intro. no, stressful. You were hoping for like a little comfort yeah, blanket. So, oh, so no. behind the curtain, I was really hungover when I watched my film. <laughs> and potentially and still potentially are now. Potentially now. Um, well, I'm fighting through a professional. Yeah, you are. You are professional a consummate professional. Podcaster. Never off. Apart from the fact we don't get paid, so therefore yeah. not professional. But other than that. <laughs> you can change that. Yeah, you guys can change that actively. You can change that. Only you guys can change that. Um, no, I wanted a nice little comfort film when I woke up today and thought I, I, I had a lot of things I could do. I got in my own head a bit yeah. about what to do and what not to do. Um, and then saw this and was like, I've been wanting to watch this again for a while. And I was like, it's, I remember it being a nice film. Um, I don't even remember. What, I don't even know what genre this is. Okay. Um. Let's just say, I watched Gross Point Blank. Oh, what a <laughs> film. Yeah, yeah. I love Mate, that film. so <laughs> stressful. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, non-stop, insane dialogue. <laughs> like, worse than Dune, my head was falling off at some of the dialogue. I couldn't. I just couldn't cope with a lot of it. It's just constant. Blah, 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 blah. And I mean, it's what is it? It's it's a romance it's not I don't I really it, know it's uh, I it's, think it's billed as a, as a like a rom-com a romance comedy but it's, it's not that funny yeah it's John Cusack and Dan Aykroyd isn't it yeah Mini uh, Driver yeah 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 and Hank Azaria gets a big big role yeah of course yeah 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 yeah, I, I couldn't tell you what genre it is all I remember about this film is they're assassins yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but mate oh no right well, well I'll, I'll try and remember some of the dialogue but it's literally impossible I'm excited man I love this film I love this film <laughs> I love this film, and I watched it again today and loved this film, but yeah. also stressed me out. <laughs> so, let's begin, man. Um, John Cusack's a gunman. <laughs> he's got a big gun. Straight in, yeah. Straight, gun, straight up gun. Um, he's gunning a man. He's talking on the phone to his assistant, who's, like, giving him... She's, like... I think he's trying to order some bullets through her. Okay. Who could possibly play his assistant? Is it his wife? Is it his sister? Is it his sister? Is it Joan Cusack? It could be. Yeah, I think I, it is. I don't know. I didn't look it up. I didn't care enough. They have like a Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal thing of appearing in films together. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's strange because Maggie Gyllenhaal just gets nude in every single thing she's in, <laughs> so that must be all good for Jake. He requests it. <laughs> she specifically asks for it. <laughs> He's a weird guy. He's a weird guy. <laughs> He's like, uh, no, Steve Tyler just makes his daughter new. Yeah. And sexy dancing all his songs. Yeah, that's not great, is it? Well, arguably no. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's ordering some bullets. Yeah. And he's looking out a window at a man on a bike. Um, and he's biking along. And then there's some diplomats, I guess, outside this hotel. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, who's he going to shoot? And then the the... the Bike man pulls out a gun, and that's when Cusack just fucking blasts him. Oh, nice. And then all these diplomats... Well, it's a one diplomat and, like, his bodyguards, and they all start fucking shooting this guy on the bike. And it starts off really action-packed. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he's done the job, and then Cusack turns around, and he's still chatting on the phone to his assistant, because his assistant's telling him about a letter he got... Okay. ...of an invitation to his high school reunion nice. ten, 10 years ago nice what 10 years now 10 years ago yeah, you know what it's I mean? a bit like why did you, why did you tell them about, about it now, it now. <laughs> <laughs> no it is now from 10 no well, I don't know either way it's just 10 year high school reunion that's the yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah cool yeah. Um, he must have been fucking old in high school <laughs> <laughs> why does a 30 year old man come to high school <laughs> I don't know why does he come back <laughs> 
<laughs> at the age of 50. Um, anyway, these diplomats shoot the bike man. Yeah. But then Dan Aykroyd mm. is just dressed up as like a, a concierge. Yeah. And he just w- walks out with two of the biggest fucking guns you've ever seen <laughs> and aggressively shoots all the diplomat men to death in the middle of the street. Amazing. So John Cusack saved nothing and yeah. nobody. Okay, brilliant. Yeah. Um, was the bike man even a person? I guess he was another person. Right, okay. Multiple that. assassins sent to the take out this diplomat there's a lot of that goes on in this film um and yeah but Ackroyd real doesn't pull any punches here <laughs> and he looks like a cartoon bad guy i mean he's not a subtle actor at he's the best not, of times he's not he's subtle in this no he's, he doesn't subtly walk up and put about fucking 900 bullets into these guys <laughs> and then just fucks off amazing yeah um so then <laughs> kusak's just somewhere else he's driven his car to a place and he's on the phone again to his sister, and yeah. he's like, "Sis, can you get um, Ackroyd on the phone or Grossman? I think he's called." Okay. Um, and he gets him on the phone. And he's just like, and then Grossman's like, "Where are you?" And he's like, "Ah, oh. Cusack's like, I'm, um, I'm in fucking, I don't know, Singapore. I think he says." <laughs> yeah. And Ackroyd's like, "Oh well, yeah, yeah. What's it like?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's great." And he's like, "You were looking that bridge," and then he just drives up. And they just continue having the conversation both on the phone, despite them both looking Seeing at each other. Seeing where each other are, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they hang up, and then they're dead coy around each other, because they're both assassins, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, this is where the film starts to stress me off. <laughs> Straight away. <Yeah. laughs> Almost immediately. Because I don't know if Ackroyd's lines are scripted or not. <laughs> okay. Because at one point... <laughs> One of his lines. So I'll tell you the, the premise of yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on. Ackroyd is trying to make a um, uh, an assassin's union, essentially. Okay. Where there'll be one guy in charge, he'll do all the contracts, it'll all be divvied up. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Well, you've got to be in favour of this. Big union man. I, well, it's assassins in it. Fully support unionisation. Yeah. Get in. Dead man's shoes in it. <laughs> it's, it's all corrupted. <laughs> well, QSAT wants none of it. Yeah. He's just like, no, not interested. I'm a lone goddamn wolf. He's a lone, he's a lone gunman, yeah. yeah gunman gun. Clive. And he's like, no, I'm not interested. But again, they're like circling each other as as though... They're gonna, it could kick they off could any kick moment. kick off any, any moment, yeah. Again, Ackroyd doesn't really look like the build for, a, for an assassin. <laughs> an elite assassin, no. yeah. <laughs> but that's what you, you least expect it. Yeah. You so, know, I wouldn't look at Ackroyd and think, this guy's going to fucking put a bullet in me. Yeah, no, yeah. But even though he's holding two massive fucking guns. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, no. Ackroyd wants to set up this thing. Um, Cusack wants none of it. Yeah. Some of the lines in this bit. At one point, Ackroyd um, goes, "Bing, bada, bing, bang, bing, 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 popcorn." <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> he does. Come on, what for? Why? Oh no, no. Doesn't explain it. No, he doesn't. He does. <laughs> he does. And when he walks back to his car, he walks up to his car door and goes, "Beep, beep, 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 boom," and then it's like. This is what I'm talking about. This is why I was watching it, and this is within five fucking minutes. And I was like, "What is going on?" Part of me, part of me worries that you know you have admitted that you were tired and yeah. a little bit hungover, and I'm worried you're an unreliable, unreliable narrator. Yeah. I've seen this film and I don't remember this insane dialogue. Yeah, well, he goes beep 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 popcorn later on as well. <laughs> he does it again. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Even if they had, even if he did ad lib that, why did the director choose that <laughs> no, to, just to go, stay in? Cut, Dan. What the fuck, <laughs> Dan? You fucking nailed that fella. Yeah. Oh my god, the direction you chose to yeah. go in, unbelievable. Loved, loved it all. Didn't like the beep 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 popcorn. <laughs> could you could you do it without that? 
<laughs> Please. No, that's uh, a deal breaker. Don't remember Stay casting you as the Roadrunner. So <laughs> if you could not do that, you fucking weird freak. <laughs> yeah. So, that's insane. No, mate, there's oh, so the, the dialogue in this scene is mad. They're the two things that I picked out. Okay. There's more, though. Brill. Because it's just them talking non-stop. I'm just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> so next we see Cusack doing another hit, right? Yeah. Um, he's got a, he's in a, a loft. He's got a cool rope camera thing. Nice. Okay. He's aiming it down. A lot of work, this fella, doesn't he, Cusack? So there's a lot of death to go around. Mm. He's he's aiming it in this sleeping man's mouth, mm-hmm. um, and then basically he tries to lip and yank him. Um, he has this little rope, puts some poison down it. Nice. But the guy turns, and then the poison uh. drops on his face, and he wakes up. And so Cusack just bursts into action, shoots him dead. Great. Tried <laughs> <laughs> subtlety, didn't work. Yeah. Shot to death. Shot to death. Nice. I can imagine if, if someone were to hire a contract killer. Yeah. And they were like, right, did you poison him? And you went, nah, no. He, I just had to fucking he moved, shoot him to death. Shot him in the chest and then the head. <laughs> it's like, well, they're going to know, though. Yeah. That someone shot him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. I'd feel if you, if you were paying the prices for a contract killer, I feel like you get to um, determine the method of you kill think. yeah and if you've specifically asked for you know some kind of poison i'm guessing untraceable yeah you know something with very little evidence that someone's mm. been there and then you find out that nice no, walked in and just fucking shot a cunt in there yeah <laughs> in the, in the store in there. <laughs> a good way to find that would be to ask several metal band singers from the noughties <laughs> and 90s because they all seem to be embroiled in this weird shit <laughs> trying to get people to kill their wives why i don't know that is true and insane yeah. <laughs> get be better get a better wife yeah or a better killer or just divorce her for fuck's sake well, you know, technically. Well, it turns out none of them were killers. Right? It was just the police. <laughs> the Italians. <laughs> like, they go, no, I am the police. And he's like, fuck. I always think, like, in, in things like that where it's been a sting operation, imagine what a dickhead you must feel like. <laughs> you've, just, you've literally told them everything. Just like, yeah, I really want my wife killed. And this is how I want it done, right? And then they turn around and go, I'm a policeman. And you're just yeah. like, shit. The thing is, though, <laughs> If I was the policeman, if I was doing the, the honey trap or whatever it yeah. is, the sting operation, <laughs> yeah. and the guy's honey like... Honey trap's a different and thing. And the guy, yeah. <laughs> well, you don't know what I'm dressed like when I'm, when I'm on the computer. <laughs> when I'm on the dark web. <laughs> if I'm working from home, I'll be fully nude. I can tell you that for free. <laughs> I'm fully aware that, yeah. that is your uh, default. Default position. Nude. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so, oh, my God. So, <laughs> uh, so no, if I was the if I was the policeman doing this thing operation, right, and then I, you know, uh, the lead singer of Megadeth or whatever, rang me up and said, got on the line, got on the dark web, got yeah. on tour, and went, "Hey, I want you to kill my wife." I'm like, oh, "Okay," uh, and he's like, "How much is it?" And you go, "I don't know, hundred grand." And he goes, "Yeah," he'd be like, "Actually." Could make a bit here. <laughs> could make, could make a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The police don't yeah. pay me that for fucking four or five years. Yeah. Especially not in this country. Jesus Christ. Also, I think that you're kind of relying in that situation that neither party has done this before. Yeah. Because if they knew, like, how much it roughly costs, mm. I think I'd well under pitch. I yeah. think I'd be like, 500 quid? Yeah. Don't know. Like, how much is it to kill a person? Yeah. 
500 quid, maybe. Maybe. And it's like, that seems real cheap, though. It's real cheap. I'll snap your hand off. 600 quid. <laughs> 600 quid. <laughs> they can't negotiate. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> not how this works, mate. That's not how haggling works. You've shown your hand. You've you literally shown your yeah. hand, fella. I'll take the 500, please. No higher. Fuck. All right, I guess I'll have to. Okay. It's a contract, isn't it? I guess I'm killing a man for 500 pounds. Yeah. No, not a man. <laughs> okay, I do. This guy's wife here. Um, Anyway, he goes back to the office. Yeah. And it, again, like, right, so every scene, every scene's awkward as fuck. Like, the whole film. Because right. it's about him being a, a nutcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, John Cusack plays awkward very well. He does he? play awkward very well. I, I, he doesn't play Egg Around Poe very well. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget that's a film. Every time you mention it, there's like a moment. We went to the cinema to watch Yeah, it. I know. Every time you mention it, there's a moment of dissonance where I'm just like, you never played Egg Around Poe. And then it's like, oh no, we did. And the really happy ending film. of the film is him having heroin over there on the bench. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh my God. What's that film even called? Poe? Oh, <laughs> or the Raven. No, it was called Raven. I don't know. <sighs> Gonna watch it again. Fucking funny. Um, so he goes back to the office and his receptionist is real awkward and she's like, I've got you a job. And Blank, his name's Blank, um, Martin Blank. Okay. Um, he's like... It's a good assassin name, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, <laughs> not gross, man. <laughs> and he's like, what's the job? And she's like, it's in Detroit. Mm. And immediately he's like, for fuck's sake, because Detroit is where Gross Point is, which is his school. Right. And she's like, no, no, it, it's legitimately a job. She's just because she's been trying to make him go to, to his reunion. To his reunion, yeah. She thinks he's mad, even though it was ten years ago. <laughs> no, the reunion happened <laughs> ten years ago. Who's the real mad one here? Everyone, <laughs> this woman who keeps trying to force him yeah. to go to a ten-year-old event. <laughs> Everyone's a ghost. <laughs> so um, he he flips out a little bit. And yeah. He's just like, I'm not fucking going to my reunion. She's like, Why don't you just go and do the job? And just stop by and just go around your town and sort your head out for a little bit. Yeah. And he's like, fucking, is it actually a job? And he's like, yeah. So we get, we see Aykroyd in his little hot office as well. Yeah. And. You say hot office? His hot office. His hot office. office. (laughs) He's got the hot pants on. He's like me. It's fully new. His hot office. He's on the dark web. Yeah, he's on the dark web. Offering to kill people's wives. Yeah. God, his little heart. And, um, <laughs> and it turns out that his contract has been negated, and he's like, "Whoa, what the fuck?" Oh no way! Because he had the Detroit job, and it's been snaffled away from underneath him. If only he had been unionized, yeah, there'd, there'd be none of that. And he's like, "You motherfucker!" And then he just somehow comes to the conclusion that Martin Blank is as well. He's the I assume the only one who hasn't signed up to the <laughs> union. So well, I don't think the union's really in, in effect. Yeah, I really don't understand. Yeah. Either way, he somehow knows. He knows. It's because it's accurate. He's probably spooking to fucking ghosts yeah, or yeah. aliens or something. Yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah. uh, he has this crystal skull, <laughs> and um, yeah, he, he then rings up this fella, a mystery organization, oh, nice and it's just like, yeah, um, the fella you'll be after, you'll be doing a job. It'll be in Detroit. So anyway, we move on. Um, Martin Blank is now in therapy. <laughs> He's having a chat to a doctor. Yeah. This scene goes on for a while. <laughs> um, but the doctor is just like, Martin, I'm not your fucking doctor. <laughs> and he's just like, no, you, you are my doctor. And he's like, no, you came to see me for four sessions. And on the fourth session, you told me you were a contract killer. And he's like, 
And then I'm scared of you. And it's like, so now, because I'm scared of you, there is a conflict between us. And he's like, there's no fucking conflict. He says, fine, I'll just tell you my shit. Yeah. And you, you know, you doctor me. And he's just like, no, <laughs> go away. But anyway, he's just like, I keep having dreams about this same girl. I've been having the same dream about this girl. I love that he just fucking continues oh, well, yeah. setting. Yeah, because yeah, at yeah. one point he's just like, blah, blah, blah. You know, I've been having a dream about this girl called Debbie. And he's like, I've been invited to my... Um, my school reunion 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I don't know whether I should go. Should I go? And he's just like... No, it was 10 years ago, he's mate. Like, well, no. Because <laughs> it's not going to be on, is it? <laughs> Unless this is the 20-year one. <laughs> How old are you? He's like, way too old for this. Way too old. Way too old to be in school. <laughs> and he says at one point, he's just like, listen, you are going to be my doctor. Um, I know where you live. And he just moves on, <laughs> oh, and the doctor's just like, you see, it's that kind of shit, yeah, yeah. which is why I'm not going to be a fucking doctor. <laughs> which I thought was great. Yeah, that um, was good. Anyway, he sort of gives him a bit of advice, and he's just like, go, go to your fucking reunion, get out of town, and he just goes, don't kill anyone. He's just like, try not to kill anybody yeah. for four days, and see what that does for you. I mean, he's going to Detroit specifically for that reason, yeah, so. well, that's his job. Um, he's just like, all right, whatever. So he, he leaves. Um... And next scene, we get to see him driving around Gross Point. Yeah. Um, he's having a fun little drive. He, he's <laughs> listening to the radio. Gotta say, there are a lot of songs in this film. Almost as many songs as in the first Suicide Squad. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All the music is 80s belters. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. No wonder I love this film. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, all the music's 80s smashes. It's yeah, fucking yeah. great. Um He's listening to the radio. Mm-hmm. There's a radio presenter. Um, she's having. She's a bit quirky and fun. Yeah. Um, he's also getting tailed by Hank Azaria and Hank Azaria's mate. Okay. So we think we they, don't know who they are yet. Well, I think he, he does explain that they're just going to kill Martin. Oh, nice. Point. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll learn more about them in a bit. Okay. Um, they get very anticlimactic again into this film. I can tell you that for Um. So he's driving around. He eventually drives to the radio hut, um, which is just on the middle of the street, and it also plays what is playing on the radio just out into the street, which I would think would be fucking annoying. Yeah. Oh, definitely very annoying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't get that in Liverpool. You, you wouldn't think you'd be allowed a license for that. No. To just blare to just whatever you're doing out into the street. Yeah. yeah. That seems insane. Yeah. Well, if it's eighties belters. Who gives a fuck? Who's going to be annoyed by that? It's kind of like one of those weird old 80s ski movies where it's just like, hey, everybody in Gross Point. <laughs> and you're like, ah, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they've been parodied a million times. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. Um, he just decides to go in while she's <laughs> fully on it. Great. Yeah. Uh, Middle is, of the show. This is Big sign yeah. saying, do not enter. Do not enter. Yeah, yeah. On well, air. No, the big on just, air. Just a door. Oh, okay. So you, you just walk in real easy. Um, this, do you know you're playing this out into the street yeah this is oh no he hasn't gone in yet sorry okay. I've, I've skipped way too far because um, he goes to his school first yeah and meets uh, one of his teachers yeah that's nice who's about 10 years younger than he, he is. is yeah we get some fun little dialogue yeah bent my head he then rocks up and is very disappointed in seeing an ultra mart which is a big convenience store okay and he's just like what the fuck so he just walks in and there's a young lad um, working behind the till and he's just like, who are you? And the young lad's just like, what do you mean? And he's like, "Why? what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm working here. 
I'm working here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, no, how long have you been working here? He's like, three months. And he goes, three months. And this back, this back and forth happens right. for a while. Of, yeah, of yeah. Him figuring you out. just cannot comprehend no. why this and he's uh, like, who's your, here. Who's your fucking manager? And he's just like, he doesn't really say. And then he's just like, where'd you live? Oh my God. <laughs> and the guy's like, I'm not telling you. And he's like, okay, fine. Three months you've been living here? He's like, yeah. So he rings up his assistant and he's just like, I need to find out where my mum is. Um, because turns out this used to be his house, and they've just knocked down his house and put a shop there. I I'm glad you said knocked down his house because I imagine he just had a fucking huge house that they've just converted into an ultramart. Everybody in this film has a fucking huge house. I, I this is the thing with American films, isn't it? They've just got the land. They've just <sighs> got the land. So every time you see an American yeah. film, they you know they go on about like how difficult a time they're having and how shit their job is yeah. but then they just go home to a fucking mansion with a pool and they're just like oh yeah. shit it's such a hard time we, like, we will definitely touch on the house situation a bit later okay but he, he then goes to see his mum um, it's a very odd scene where he sees his mum because his mum is cle- clearly has dementia oh. um, but he's still trying to talk to his mum his mum recognises him at first and then but it's that sort of movie dementia where it just turns out she's fucking crazy right you know okay. what I mean? yeah, it's not yeah. like it's, it's not sad dementia it's no not actual it's not, sad it's dementia not like what ricky gervais would do if he was yeah. doing dementia <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. he's very good at that yes yeah. making people real sad yeah yeah, yeah. Being quite funny he can pull at the heartstrings yeah he can nice guy yeah. um probably except for the whole you know yeah you know deliberately controversial shit that's fucking not even that funny but, yeah you know other than that but other than that yeah seems all right <laughs> he seems like a great guy <laughs> He likes animals, that's fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> so he goes to see his mum. Yeah, she uh, has funny dementia, not the sad dementia. Yeah, no, it's not very funny either. No. I mean, her mannerisms are that of Kate Bush. So uh, okay. she, could, she could just have Kate Bush itis. She just have Kate Bush itis. <laughs> yeah, she's like waving her hands, with it. Yeah. Putting her hair up in a knot and then putting it back down. Nice. Yeah. Tapping at windows. Tapping at windows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then that scene is over. Great. So he's just sort of getting back to his past. Yeah, seeing um, all the people he used to know. Yeah, I think it's it's become sort of clear that he just fucking straight up disappeared ten years ago. Right. Just what, disappeared from the face of the earth, or at least from Gross Point. Yeah. I was never heard from again. Okay. So anyway, he goes and stops in uh, at the radio shack and goes to see Debbie. Now this is the Debbie that I assume, we assume he's been dreaming of every day right for 10 years that's insane that's absolutely insane well they immediately neck on and then pull apart and then they immediately kiss yeah wow and then they're like you know she's like mom what the fuck but instead of i really like this i really like mini driver's character in this yeah i really like debbie she's fucking great and this this is what like it's not like your classic romance film because every character in it is is characterized really well. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. they they sort of act quirky as fuck, but also they don't just they have do understandable the reactions to yeah, things, and they, yeah, they have their own autonomy. Except this, okay, because they neck on immediately. Yeah, that is unusual. If yeah. I hadn't seen someone for ten years, yeah, even if I was in love with them ten years ago, yeah, I don't think I would immediately. Now I've grown up ten years, yeah, be like. Oh, drop everything. <laughs> Fucking hell, it's the same guy. He's gonna, he looks old as shit. Yeah. So, I mean, he doesn't. Cusack looks all right in this. He well, that's he, it. Both of them look all right. So the assumption that they're both single yeah. seems like a, a bit of a leap as well. Yeah. Ten years. We'll learn a bit about what, what has happened in the right, ten years. Right, okay. Um, I mean, barely. <laughs> <laughs> she immediately 
he sort of like has a little crisis of confidence and then leaves. Yeah. And then she on the radio is just like, oh, some guy who who I haven't seen in 10 years, a fucking ghost of my past has just walked back in, blah, blah. And remember, this is blaring out into the middle of goddamn yeah, yeah, street. Yeah. Everyone can hear this. Everyone in town yeah. hears her calling him a little yeah. bitch. Yeah, and um, eventually he comes back in and she's like, oh, and he's walking back in. So what does she do? She just sits him down and makes him talk to her on air. Brilliant. <laughs> just Love like that. we used to do on Radio Claverage. <laughs> he comes in, he's got a fun story about Bear. <laughs> got... He makes her play Hammer Smash Face by uh, Cannibal Corpse. I never did that. You tried to. Did I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He used to try and request it. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but then I would, in fact, request to Power China in your hands. Yeah, obviously, to Power China in your hands. Or Go the Distance go from the, the distance. Hercules soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Which, for some reason, we had in the uh, CD library yeah. now. It was no. just the one Hercules soundtrack. OST. Well, it was just fucking the best, wasn't it? Mm. Absolutely. If anything was going to get you through surgery at Clatterbridge Hospital, it was, it was Go the Distance by Bolton. Yeah, yeah. It was Bolton and its sultry tones yeah, telling yeah. you to go the distance. I think Go the Distance. I think if I heard Go the Distance, I'd be like, I'm going to live through this. I reckon I'll run a marathon. I reckon as long as I listen to Go the Distance. I reckon we saved some lives at Clatterbridge. Maybe we saved a lot of lives at Clatterbridge. We changed a lot of lives too. <laughs> we touched some people. Well, and that's why we're not doing that's it anymore. Why we're not allowed to fuck at Clatterbridge. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go there for physio. I'm going to have to go all coy in a disguise. Crouching <laughs> marks glasses. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they have this radio conversation. Yeah, they randomly swap seats a couple of times. There's a lot of moving the mics in and out. It, again, it's super quirky. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. It, it films stressful. Man. Yeah. Um, she's just like, I don't know what to do about this guy who's just walked back in. She goes, "Tell you what, let's open it up to the public." And the public, some people phone in. It's just like, I don't think you need him, Deb. I mean, this guy's like, trash. This guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> I think he's an asshole. He's disappeared. He's just come back. And Hank Azaria brings in. <laughs> and Amazing. Like, and it's just like, why are you back in town, mate? What's your plan? Who are you got to see? What's your actual reason for being here? Blah, blah, Ooh, blah. And then... Calls him out. Debbie just cuts him off. Yeah. Which she must just know. that What he does. Yeah. On the same stuff as Ackroyd. <laughs> she knows everything. Yeah. And if she doesn't know what he does. Oh, um, okay. However, he, he he doesn't ever pull a punch about what he does. Oh, really? <laughs> he, he tells everybody that he's a contract killer all the time. I like that, yeah. yeah. Might as well just get it out in the open. It's going to come out eventually. Um, so, oh, isn't that... I, I think I remember this from the film. Isn't that a thing? Like, he does just tell people and people just think he's, like, being quirky well, and, like, joking. Maybe. You probably would as well, wouldn't you? Like, if someone said to you, like, if you said someone you hadn't seen yeah. in 10 years and you're like, oh, what are you up to now? And they're like, nah, I'm an assassin. Yeah. You're like, yeah, good one. But what do you actually do then? Yeah, but then you'd ask the follow-up question. No one ever does. Everyone just goes, oh, all right, fair enough. Yeah. And oh, sound, yeah. I'm going. Yeah, yeah, good. No time for your shit. <laughs> Americans don't get I'm not gonna fucking. I'm not going to fucking get on the hook. No. You're going to be a cunt. You're going to yeah, be a cunt, yeah. regardless of what you Fuck say. Fuck you then. Yeah. Fuck you then, and I want to know. Yeah. I'm just going to say you, uh, you're that fella who sucks semen out of male chickens <laughs> in order to inseminate other chickens with a tiny little straw. That In my head, that's what you do, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, you fucking chicken sucker. <laughs> chicken that's sucker. what you do. Chicken sucker, chicken fucker, cluck, cluck, cluck. Bing, 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 popcorn. You're a cluck cook is what you are. <laughs> cluck. That's what they're called. That's what they're called. That's what the official job is. It is. You spot on. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, eventually he just gets roared off on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he's walking down the street mm-hmm. and he sees one of his mates. Yeah. Now, I don't know who plays his mate. I can't remember his name, but it really looks like a young Joe Rogan. But it's not Joe Rogan. Oh, that's disappointing. I know. It is a shame. Just imagine yeah. that you fear factor era hair Joe Rogan. Okay, yeah, yeah, got it. And it's not him, though. <laughs> Now imagine not him. Okay, he's like, where have you been, Ryan? It's good to see you again. I've got a podcast, you should come on. (laughs) Basically, we just chat real fucking unresearched shit and then just be like, "Mm, that's probably true. Virgins are going to love it. But then then I'll pretend that I'm sort of debunking it, but I'm not because I'm giving you a platform despite your platform. My, My platform shouldn't be used for your inane, stupid, <laughs> misinformation shit. But I'm going to pump it out anyway and make loads of money. Like the uneducated fuck I am. And then Goose like goes, that's a lot of detail. Lot. I'm a contract killer. He's like, you're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you're on. I'll get you on this week. I'll get you on this weekend. Do you mind smoking lots of splits? He's like, It did yeah. wonders for Elon Musk. <laughs> the poor fucker had one toe. Shag one sheep. <laughs> so he's what he's, he's like. My what are you up to? Blah blah blah. And then the, the, he turns out this guy is a one of those fellows who shows people around houses that are for sale. The estate agent. Yeah, but is he? Is that what they are? Because in American things, they they never really sell a house. Do they, they yeah, just sort yeah. of show people around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like um, Colin and Justin. They have really weird one. things in America, don't they? Like open house that we don't have here, where they just literally open the house and yeah. you can just walk in for the day and have a look around. Well, that's yeah. exactly what he does. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, house showman, I'm going to call him. That's his job. <laughs> he's a house showman. Yeah. So he's doing a house showman thing. Uh, he takes Cusack there. When they drive. Is he the greatest there. house showman? Um, no, he was a bad. <laughs> yeah. He really he was a bad house showman. <laughs> <laughs> he only shows freak houses. <laughs> <laughs> His little caravan. Yeah, there you go. He abuses the houses. But they didn't show that in the film. Or in the show. <laughs> yeah, anyone's fine if you cast huge jacked man. Yeah, of course. He could yeah, play yeah. Adolf Hitler himself. Yeah, and everyone would be like, love him. Yeah, he's cool. God, he's a good guy, though. He? he had some fucking good points, though, didn't he? Oh, he was an artist at heart, though, wasn't <laughs> he? He did. He got that reading, didn't he? <laughs> Yeah, everyone forgets that when they talk about Adolf Hitler. He, Forget the good part. He loved, he loved drawing. He loved reading. God, he was a war hero. Before the Second World War. Yeah. Before all the weird shit. And I'm pretty sure he just ran away from that anyway. Yeah, like it's probably lot. PTSD. Wasn't oh, yeah, wasn't he locked up for fucking desertion or something? Who knows? We Who just knows? need to wait for the huge He only had one mantle. testicle. That's the only fact you need to know. Yeah. Because uh, the, the, other, definite the other's in the Albert Hall. The other's in the Albert Hall. That's the stronger test, so... <laughs> And a test was a great fun. <laughs> well done. Woo-hoo. That would be where we have a break. If yeah. <laughs> it's a TV show. But it's not, so I'll crack on with this stupid, stressful shit. With Joe Rogan's podcast. Joe Rogan uh, takes, not Joe Rogan, takes him to the show. And he's, he's fucking pumped in the car that, yep. that Martin's with him. Big Martin's back. The Martin he's like, dog. ten fucking years. It's been ten years. You disappeared like a goddamn ghost. We yeah. had a reunion and everything. <laughs> should have gone. Twenty years actually. <laughs> Dates wrong. And he's like, uh, he's like, what have you been up to, man? And he's like, I'm a contract killer. And he's like, ah, fucking Brad. He's like, I sell houses. Insane. So they go to this house showing, and this cop shows up, and there's a whole bit. And I don't really understand what the point of it was. But either way these two people get scared away from buying the house yeah and the cops just like i don't think they were gonna buy the house anyway 
It was a random conversation piece for like seven and a half minutes. Okay. It doesn't need to happen. <laughs> because we're characterizing Martin's friend. We will not hear from him until the end of the film. So, Brilliant. Yeah. So we'll, we'll move on right now. Um, <laughs> then what happens? Um, he he decides to f- spy on Debbie with a little peep stick mm. from uh, off across the street. That's a peep weird. stick, for those who need to know, is, is any sort of <laughs> no telescope one needs to or know. monocular. <laughs> no one needs to know. Well, he's got his Stop desperately st- trying to tell people about your peep stick. <laughs> <laughs> That's me to sound more dirty than it is. <laughs> and he's peeping away and a he creep. rings up his receptionist Yeah, and his receptionist is like, uh, what do you want? And he's like, well, I need some information he's like how much how much work's going on in town because i've been i've got a tale that he's like i've seen two spooks and i've seen a ran- he, he walks past the man in the street before he meets his mate i can only i can only say that this man's face <laughs> looks like either yeah he's a very terrible burn accident <laughs> oh my god or yeah he's made another face out of wax and oh then put God. that on his face that's horrendous but i don't think he's had an accident yeah but the guy's terrifying okay he's the most terrifying person i've ever seen but he looks like a 70s throwback as well in an 80s film i don't think i don't think you're allowed to be that if you're an assassin i don't think you can have a distinctive very distinctive horrible scar yeah. face you've got to be like plain jane just floating the crowd it, it's it's a, it's a real shame that this man didn't make it that big as an actor because if he had got like super famous yeah madame to swords would have had the easiest job in the world <laughs> just build a great wax character and then melt it <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks this guy's an assassin just because yeah, he's got a creepy he, he face he just knows he's, oh, right. he's got the he's got the assassin dar hasn't he, he yeah, knows yeah, his yeah. Own. But it's he, like john wick isn't it yeah he's yeah. also spied um hank and his pal yeah spying on him as well so he's well on to John so he just wants some information from his receptionist Um, and then at the same time fucking hell the reception we get a little scene of the receptionist ordering some bullets okay but she goes fucking mental on the phone (laughs) at this other person right because they haven't got the bullets but it's just to show I guess that his receptionist is unhinged is also a bit of a yeah there's a lot of swearing in this film yeah and she's just like She's going off. She's properly going off. Just yeah, like, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? I give you the fucking order. Three weeks. And you're just going nuts. You're like, <laughs> Amazing. Oh, you know, two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Amazon. <laughs> fucking 1986. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know why the scene's in there. Yeah. But she's just losing her head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess it's just, yeah, to show that she's as I'd, insane as he is yeah. as well. Yeah. I know yeah. what my Turkish barber would say, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, I know. Don't repeat that. <laughs> Yeah, because you explain what your Turkish barber said, and it's not repeatable. My Turkish barber is a real bad man. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool noise. It was a good noise. Yeah, yeah. that was me dropping a, a bottle opener onto the microphone. Um, so next, Cusack goes to the shops. Okay, he goes back to the Ultramart. Um, we see the little boy yeah. who's behind the counter. He's little playing. Boy. He's playing Doom. Oh, nice. And okay. What's he playing that on? There's an arcade cabinet of doom. Oh, uh, okay. Fucking class. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Um, I thought he was just like on his till. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that advanced. Fucking hell. On his phone. Um, and he's listening to Motorhead at the same time. Nice. So this guy's fucking rad, isn't he? Yeah, but he's not doing his job. Okay. So I'd be yeah. furious. Yeah. It's lucky he's not doing his job because as Cusack walks in, he walks to the, behind the counter at the back, eats a piece of gum. Steal, okay. steal that. Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's there. That's there. Yeah, <laughs> he's broken the law there. Broken yeah, the law okay. there. Um, 
And then the plastic man just comes in, mm. and there's just a ma- he comes in with two Uzis, and there's just a massive fucking shootout oh, in the middle of the shop. That's way overkill. Come on, mm. come on. If you contract, if you're a contract killer, the mm. contract is to kill one person. Don't walk in with like fucking semi-automatics and just mow down people in the hopes that you hit well, the person you paid so to I mean, kill. The contract killings in this, they're not subtle. <laughs> there is no subtlety to their killings. It's just shoot people to death in the middle of the street in broad daylight. <laughs> I like that they've kind of... Uh, this is like 3pm. <laughs> I like that they've kind of um, signposted that with the, you know, his attempt at poisoning someone and being subtle. Yeah. And then that fucks up, so he just shoots him. Oh, and shoots then every twice. death after that is just, we're just going to fucking mow down people. Well, well yeah. Um, so there's a big, big gunfight in this shop. Yeah. A lot of shooting, a lot of ducking, a lot of shooting and shooting and yep. fun. Um. And then the plastic man runs out of bullets, runs out, yeah. Um, and then John Cusack runs around this corner, and he's like looking, and then he, he looks in a microwave that's there, and there's just some plastic explosive in oh, the microwave. Oh no way! And so he shits himself and runs out, grabs the kid. He didn't hear any of this. Yeah, his yeah, head yeah. is so loud. Aren't yeah, they? and he's too busy in doom, and he's too too engrossed, too engrossed in his kill streaks. <laughs> so he actually, uh, blank grabs the guy. And they both jump onto this big thing of grass, and the yeah. whole fucking shop explodes. Wow, okay, wow. Yeah. There's a good amount of plastic explosives, isn't it, to put in the microwave? It's an enormous amount of plastic explosives to put in the microwave <laughs> to blow up a fucking building. <laughs> I mean, it's only the size of a house. Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's only his mum's house. It's only his mum's old house that they've knocked down and they turned into a bigger <laughs> shop, I imagine. So, um, in the car, he, he gets over this quite easily. And he phones up Debbie. Yeah. And he's, he's like, Debbie, I, I'm sorry. She's still on the radio, by the way. So she her shift is fucking hideous. Yeah, yeah. That she is insane. Yeah. yeah. It's like a 10 hour. It's a, it's a labour of love, isn't it? She yeah. She just really enjoys the radio. She loves being there. Yeah. She doesn't want to be off the air. Well, he rings her up and he's like, am I on air? And she's like, no, but I do record everything just in case. And he's like, cool. Um, Can we meet up? Can we go for a drink and actually talk about you and... I actually want to speak to you and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, fucking fine. And he goes, let's go to the Hippo Club. That's so a cool name. It is yeah. a cool name. So yeah. they go to the Hippo Club. Um, what happens in the Hippo Club? I don't know. No, neither do I. <laughs> He's having a chat with Debbie. She's like, what the fuck happened? You, you stood me up on prom night yeah. 10 years ago. Oh, bad man. And then never spoke or saw me ever again. And he's like, okay, um, I joined the army that night. And she's like, that's fucking psychotic. Yeah, that is insane, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, I had to. He explains he's contract killer again, and she's kind of still cool with it, I think. Um, and he's like, yeah, I, I just I went to join the army because I didn't really know what to do. Um, and everything was just a bit mad, so I just left. And she's like, you're a psycho. Yeah, that's not a great <laughs> explanation, but okay. And then this really pissed woman appears. And offers them a drink. Yeah. And has a little chat. And then he goes to the toilet. And in the toilet is Hank Azaria and his mate. Oh, no way. Of all the people to run into. I know. And he washes his hands a little bit. And then he just turns to the, to the boys and goes, I'm having my dinner. I'm having a drink. And I'm going back to the hotel. I'll be there at this time. And he's just like, I'll probably see you boys later, right? And they're like, fuck. So he just walks off. Then Dan Aykroyd scoots his way out of the bog. <laughs> Love that Aykroyd's there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just like, what the fuck? Why is he not dead? And the two guys are like, we're government agents. We're not fucking murderers yeah, like you. He's we're not like, contract killers. He's yeah. like, we need to wait for him to do something illegal 
and then we'll kill him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but until then, we can't do that. That's not, that's not our job. Yeah. And he's like, fucking just do it anyway. And then, I don't know. These these characters are strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if they're government agents, why are they working with... Well, because Ackroyd's just tipped them off. Right, I assume okay. have people on the inside. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. He, yeah. He's basically said, this guy is a contract killer. He's going to kill somebody. The second he does, that's when he gets taken on. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, makes sense. But he's, he's ratted on the money. Yeah, yes. Yeah, he's yeah. a bad rat. That's not union behaviour. But the rat, what, ratting on people? Yeah. Corruption. <laughs> that's not just not, 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 just not what unions are about. No. <laughs> Maybe in the 90s. <laughs> not anymore. Um, so... Blank goes back to his hotel. Yeah. And he gets some information on these two boys, and this is where we learn that they're spooks, as it were. Yeah. He gets some information on the plastic man. <laughs> yeah. He's just some German. The plastic guy. man escaped in the end. Yeah, he ran away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he gets some information on that. I think that's it. Yeah. Pretty much. Then he decides, because he, he's still he's there to do a job and he hasn't done it yet. Yeah. Because the the receptionist just like you need to get out of there because it's getting too hot, it's too fucking, there's too many people around. Everyone wants to kill people. Everyone wants to kill you. Yeah. So you just get the fuck out of there. And he's like, I can't. I've not done the job yet. She's like, For fuck's sake. All right, just whatever. Get on with it. He's like, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. So he decides to just get dressed and go to Deb's house and knocks on Deb's door. <sighs> this whole scene's strange. So <laughs> Debbie runs to the door. She's got the radio blasting out outside her house. She is listening <laughs> to music constant. in okay. her room. Right. Now, her bedroom, as soon as you walk through the front door, it's straight away on the left. <laughs> no way. Who yeah. sleeps on the ground floor? That's insane. Debbie. Debbie, come on. But he's had to go up some stairs to get to this door, so I don't really know if that's the front I don't know. Debbie's house, by the way, is bigger than any mansion. It's, big, it's like fucking Buckingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> well, it used to be a, a shopping mall. So it used yeah. to be a Walmart. <laughs> Ultra Mars. Right, so we do find out that she lives with her dad, but we don't find that out until a bit later. Right. Um, Because I was like, this independent radio DJ, yeah, it just essentially does the morning show, yeah, yeah, yeah. has this fucking house. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? <laughs> it's, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like the whole thing of, like, you know, friends where, like, yeah. a waitress has... Uh, or a coffee waitress has their a flat in New oh, York yeah. or whatever. Overlooking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like you know, Sex in the City, where a, yeah. a part-time column writer has a flat in New York yeah. as well, or apartment in New York, and it's just like, no, like yeah, from a deluxe. Yeah, apartment. yeah. I don't believe these people are struggling. Yeah. You know, a, a struggling out of work actor. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just insane. Like, yeah. So actually, if I was to believe that. Then yeah, it's thoroughly believable that someone who puts in a morning shift on a local radio show <laughs> could afford <laughs> a mansion. Afford a mansion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it turns out it's her dad's. I think. Right. Okay. Even so, what the fuck he did? He probably did a bit of fishing. Killed the man, I reckon. Killed. Well, <laughs> killed maybe. the man who owned this house. <laughs> That's how it went. <laughs> Find his keepers. <laughs> Possession is nine tenths of the law. It genuinely is. Yeah. yeah. That's um, why so many people are locked up for it in America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good satire, satire. <laughs> that's what you all come for um, so in Deb's house mm. she sp- she just sprints everywhere all the time like a quirky girl that's insane <laughs> she sprints back to the bed she, she opens the door and says you can't come in but yeah. she says it in a Jamaican accent for some reason um, 
And she's then, very quick. And then she says she can come in, but also in a Jamaican accent. And then he comes in, and then they she runs to the bed. She has no shoes on. She has the dirtiest feet in the world. Great. But it's not. It's not really shown. It's just occasionally <laughs> little flashes of the shot. So it's not important that she yeah. doesn't have shoes on or slippers or anything. Yeah. And it's not important. Her mini driver's feet mini driver's just chosen to be. To have the days of all yeah, time. Okay, yeah. yeah. Nice, yeah. Now, yeah. whether she's a bit hippie-ish, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know mini drivers. That seems to be the way that they're portraying this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know whether it was directorial choice. I don't know whether it was mini driver's <laughs> just, choice. Uh, yeah, to have yeah. feet. <laughs> <laughs> fucking grim you only yeah. see them for like a little split second <laughs> to the point where I thought that she'd blacked up her feet <laughs> like honest to god and I was like how dare is this set if that is the case and it's just like a, a choice that Mini Drivers made and like yeah. a subtle choice what an incredible bit of acting yeah. just to add something to the character dirty feet that really makes no difference yeah. to the film, or that most people would not notice. It's a real shame Quentin Tarantino didn't direct oh, this. Oh, fucking it? love it! Need a bit lick in their feet. Oh, look at your dirty little feet. It really needs to be a little bit wet, so I'm just gonna put my saliva on there by my tongue. <laughs> Give me a sec. Oh, your feet really need cleaning. Ooh, oh, I need I'll to, do it. I need to shoot them. Now I'm gonna go on the camera for for an hour for this shot. Wiggle your toes a little bit. Ooh, yeah. oh, Is there any feet. chance that you could put on a mask of Uma Thurman or Margot Robbie? <laughs> Can I, that Jamaican accent can I do an Australian accent and she's like no put your feet at me while I'm talking an Australian yeah. accent Whoa. you can't Whoa. do an Australian accent Quentin good day mate no that was better sorry that was actively better than his you do a better Brando than he does a better Australian well I do do a very good Brando you do do exceptional Brando the most eastern Brando of all time <laughs> <laughs> So, um, she's talking to Blank, and she decides to ask, could she, could he do a Superman? And I don't mean the Soldier Boy thing where yeah. you flick cum at someone's <laughs> face. <laughs> I mean, he puts, his, he puts his feet on her belly, and she goes up in the sky yeah. and has a little <laughs> and she has a little sky. fly for a bit yeah. and that's pretty much all they do and that's then, weird and then Come on, they grown men grown adults I don't know whether they are then. I don't know whether <laughs> anyone is in this one it would have been really funny if he had just flicked right, them at her so really <laughs> woman funny <laughs> like it's Silence of the Lambs but <laughs> so we're about I don't know maybe like halfway through um just imagine how hard this was for me to watch <laughs> this one over this morning. Just watching these mad scenes where yeah. he gives her a Superman. And he's like, like, I don't understand why. What's going on? <laughs> this isn't a rom-com. This isn't anything. <laughs> I'm like, I was shot to death before. Someone <laughs> said, bingy, 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 bop, on. This isn't anything. <laughs> I was really struggling with this. <laughs> This is so far as mad as that one scene in Mario where that big woman picks up an old, old woman and throws her off a bridge and then off a boots away. <laughs> I was watching this like, I don't know I can make it through this, but I've got, I've got to. This isn't anything. Whatever this is, it isn't. It isn't a thing. <laughs> I don't know why this film exists, but I fucking love it. So... 
Oh this my. isn't anything. Oh my god. Oh, that's amazing. Next day, <laughs> yeah. Blank goes to a diner Great. for breakfast. Yep. Um, <laughs> and pops up. He drives off. Superman. He's got uh, a brown paper bag over his hand. Oh, no way. So, gone. Gun in hand. Gone. Yeah. Um, immediately, Martin gets a gun as well and puts it under the table. And they're both staring each other down and they sit down and the waitress comes up and she's like, what do you want? <laughs> I really like this scene. <laughs> um, Dan asks for, he's just like, I'll have, she's giving him all this stuff, uh, like, you know, the orders or what they yeah, yeah, yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's just like, and it really focuses dead close to his face. And he's just like, I want two poached eggs. I want you to scrape off the white gross bits. I want hash browns. Well done. Which I didn't know you could get the medium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're either done or not done. And, he's like, and an English muffin. And she's like, okay. And then she goes, what do you want? And he goes, um, Martin goes, I'll have, I can't remember what he has. He has something normal. And then he's just like, and an egg white omelette. And she goes, what in what in the omelette? And he goes, nothing in the omelette, just egg whites. And she goes, that's not really an omelette, though. That's yeah, just egg whites. Insane, and he just yeah. goes, I'm not arguing semantics. I just want the protein. Go get me my eggs. Nice, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> She's just like, cool. You're getting some fucking spit in yeah, your yeah, omelette. Clearly, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the gross white stuff we scrape off his egg is going in your omelette. <laughs> and it wasn't gross white stuff from an egg. <laughs> Quite the opposite. <laughs> What's an English muffin as well? What's the difference? An English breakfast muffin is the, you know what an English muffin is. A thick muffin? Yeah, yeah. It's just a muffin. No, I guess like a... we are English, so we wouldn't call it an English muffin. No, they are still they're still called English muffins in the shop. I just call it a muffin. I'm sure you do, but this maybe because you're English. But yeah, they are called English muffins. Okay, well I never knew that. I just well, thought they go. were just muffins. Yeah. So I mean, he calls it an English breakfast. I guess muffin, muffin is like a cake as well. Isn't exactly, it? it's a it's, it's a big chocolate muffin. chip thing. Yeah. Isn't it? But this is a nice, lovely, toasty thing. Okay. Up well, there, good. where we are arguing semantics, probably the second best bread product. A muffin. Yeah. What's the first? Crumpet, hands down. Don't say crumpet. Crumpets. Oh, come on. Crumpets are delicious. I hate the texture of crumpets. Do you? Yeah. You need to do, do them more. Just put them in the toaster for longer. Oh, right, okay. I don't mean shag them. <laughs> I thought you meant just eat loads no, more. Eat more crumpets. Yeah. Eat hundred well, crumpets. Like so. <laughs> eventually you'll yeah. convince your brain that you yeah. like them. You just eat enough. You just eat enough, then eventually you'll trick yourself. I had to do that with tuna when I uh, <laughs> when I was poor. Yeah. And I had to trick myself to like tuna because it's like 20 beer. Yeah, because yeah, you can afford loads <laughs> of tuna. Shit loads yeah. of tuna does every meal. You can have it lunch and dinner. Yeah, sticking in a jacket potato, put some mayonnaise. Well, yeah. you wouldn't have mayonnaise in it, but... No, I, do. I used to do, because I hate mayonnaise, um, but I would get extra, extra light mayo, so it was essentially just glue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what did I have for breakfast, Dave? Uh, tuna butty. Sleep. <laughs> I don't know, occasionally you for dinner. sleep past breakfast. Was it more sleep it for dinner? Sometimes sleep, yeah. Occasionally, uh-huh. I'd treat myself and have a Viennetta and have it over two days because it cost one pound. <laughs> mate, that's really sad. Uh, I was, that's sadder than we were. You living together. I was on the bones of my arse, mate. At least we were living off Johnny Brennan's dad's uh, subway business or whatever oh, it was. Eating a little pizza. Char- yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then he gave us those pizza rolls where they had like broccoli and shit on it. Like, yeah, who fuck thought of this? He, he not, eats broccoli on put pizza. Put some pepperoni on for fuck's yeah, sake and some yeah. cheese. I mean, not that we could be choosers. We were literally beggars. Literally beggars. <laughs> that's why we'd eat Oreos. <laughs> we'd eat Oreos. And onion Oreos rings. and beer and onion rings. Yeah. yeah. And then um, care packages. Yeah. Playing rock band till I'll, one o'clock in the morning. downstairs because of the drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole downstairs of the house was just terrifying. Yeah, well, I think we spoke about this before. <sighs> Good times. It was funny. Times. Good times. Yeah. It taught us a lesson, though, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't ever. Don't live with drug dealers. Don't live with drug dealers. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. So, um, anyway, during this diner scene, we get some more insane dialogue. I just can imagine. Anytime Ackroyd's in the film, mm-hmm. he starts talking. He's like, I think Martin's just like, who the fuck's this random guy? The plastic man. And he's like, and then Ackroyd starts talking about the time in which Martin did a job and accidentally killed a dog. <laughs> and then, and Martin's just like, it was an accident. He was like, I was using dynamite and the dog was just a dog and it picked up some of the dynamite and ran away and blew up. Oh my God. And That's insane. Just, my film has a dog death in it. Does it? Yeah, yeah. isn't that madness? Yeah. Dan Aykroyd started laughing at him and going, ha, ah, dog killer, dog assassin. And he's just like, contract dog killer. And he, he just comes up with like four or five different names for, for this guy being a dog killer. That's brilliant. He's a pup assassin. Ha. It's really weird. Also, I love that he just wouldn't be allowed in the union because mm. he's a dog killer. Yeah. I feel like that no, is he still out bounds. He wants him in. Oh, Ackroyd is pretty much here to say. Dog killers are out bounds. Well, Ackroyd wants him. And he's like, uh, Martin's just still like, no, I'm not joining your fucking weird union. Yeah. I'm not doing it. And then Dan Ackroyd says, okay, well, I'm going to go do this job. And then there's going to be one more job. And he goes, goes you, when I'm going to put a fucking bullet in your fucking head, and then I'm going to fuck the bullet hole. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that escalated. Yeah. Fuck me. And he shouts it really loud, and the waitress comes back and goes, Excuse me. And then, <laughs> and then Martin just grabs the plate of omelets and just smashes it on the floor and then quickly runs out the shop. And then they start staring at each other. Yeah, really aggressive. Yeah, that is really fucking aggressive. Also, what a fucking knobhead Martin is. He's specifically requested all egg white omelets. Yeah. They've said that's a really weird order. So it's clearly <laughs> off menu, and they've yeah. had to like, make an effort to do it. And then he just grabs it and fucking smashes it and runs off. And runs off. Dickhead. Baby. Dickhead. Yeah. Well, he's a dickhead. He's not a nice guy. And no one's really a nice guy in this. Yeah, Debbie's yeah, fine, true. but she's a bit too weird for me. <laughs> she's got really dirty feet. She does have really dirty feet. She's a big, <laughs> she's a big foot feet. Um, so then, God, what happens now? Uh, we get a scene where um, Martin's just talking into the mirror to himself. Yeah. He tries to ring up his doctor. Mm-hmm. Um I think he ignores him. I can't remember. Or he's eating a burrito and he's talking. It's one of the two. I can't remember. And, um, Does he not know Martin knows where he lives? Well, yeah. He's talking to himself in the mirror. He's like trying to psych himself up because tonight's the night. This of guy's the, unhinged, isn't he? the reunion. Yeah. And, yeah, he's a maniac. <laughs> and he, he, he gets, um, he puts a tie on. He does his tie way too tight. But maybe it's just not get P-tied. Maybe he likes it. <laughs> No, but I don't mean he puts it too tight on his neck. Oh. I mean the knot. It's like it, it's like tiny, minuscule. Tiny little tiny. Yeah, little fucking that dweeb knot is what he does. I feel like if we ever had a school reunion, we would have to do that, oh. and also go already in a shirt covered in ink stains. Yeah, um, if we did have a school reunion, there is literally zero chance that I'd go. Yeah, so, yeah. There's no one I'd want no. to see. No, I already speak to the people I, I want to hang out with. I would rather put a nail through the end of my cock. The go-to <laughs> All the shit in my hands and clap. Yeah. yeah, because everyone was a fucking dickhead. <laughs> and he, that includes us and our friends. <laughs> yeah, that's especially us and our friends. Yeah. So um, it's he's saying that he's late for the for the do. Yeah, you know stuff's got. He knows people are trying to kill him and everything, <laughs> um, but he is a bit late. And Debbie's just like, for fuck's sake, not again. He stood me up again, the prick. Um, but then there's a knock at the door, and he's only gone and shown up. He's a bit late. He's what got, a hero. He's got some flowers. Mm-hmm. He looks pretty suave, actually. Good guy. Yep. Debbie, 
She's just wearing a green shirt. Not made too much effort. Tr- zero effort. Made. Dirty feet. She's not got dirty feet at this point. Okay. And, well, I don't know. I wasn't paying much attention. <laughs> but it really looks like she wouldn't have ever seen it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. You know, it's a prerogative. Yeah. But usually for one of these things, everyone gets suited up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. just wearing a shirt and pants. Like, that's how <laughs> I'd go. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but we all know that I wouldn't go. <laughs> Well, especially if it was 10 years ago. <laughs> There's no point. It's that you've already missed it. In fact, 10 years ago, I was barely out of school. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes and talks to Deb's dad. <laughs> yeah. And Deb's dad's actually there. I just assumed that it was going to be a joke, but no, he is there. He's actually living there. And he's okay. just like, what are you up to, Martin? There's a bit of like an awkward bit, but then he's just like, what are you up to, fella? And he goes on contract killer. And Deb's dad's just like, cool. And then they carry on the conversation. And he's like, let's just let's just let bygones be bygones. And he stood my door up and everything, but fucking who gives a shit? <laughs> he's just like, let, let's Didn't stand a- me up, did yeah, you? Still think you're a top bloke. <laughs> and he's like, let's just have a drink, eh? And he's like, nah, I've got to go. Sorry, I'm already late. So he's like, I'll just stop it and say hi. So then they go, and they go to their cool chin dig. Um, uh, we meet a lot of people now. Uh, we meet a good baby. Like, it's literally... I'm going to go out on a limb and say 15 minutes of him meeting people that we'll never see again. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Just introduce everyone. Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah. He sees a woman in a neck brace. Great, who yeah. Who talks a lot of shit. And just at this point, he's just going around and talking a lot of quirky shit to random people. <laughs> That's really awkward. Yeah, and I'm just gonna sort of breeze past it. He goes, he ends yeah. up speaking to Joe Rogan again. He shows up, amazing. Yeah, uh, he tries to neck on with this girl called Jenny Slater, who mm-hmm. wants nothing to do with it, but she does want to speak to Martin. But then he fucks up. It's just an awkward high school reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not an enjoyable part of the film. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like a film like this just wouldn't get made nowadays? No, no chance. It's insane. It's isn't way it? too yeah, weird. yeah, yeah. You get you can get like fault in our stars and shit like that, but you yeah. can't. You could never get a film like this because yeah. everyone is watching. You're what the fuck? Was yeah. that? Yeah. What is this about? I don't know who this is aimed at. You no, know, what was the moral of this story? What was the story? No. Who is meant to enjoy this? We haven't even had the bit where they fall out yet. Bit of rom com, bit of action, bit of just weird. Yeah, yeah. Insane. It's madness. Yeah, this whole film is madness. Yeah, and, and it, uh, yeah, I don't. Again, I don't know what it is. Don't know what the market is for this film. I don't know who it was aimed at because it wasn't a lads and girls date film. Yeah. It wasn't aimed like the rom com scene. It wasn't anything like that. Yeah, like even shit like Along Came Polly, which was ostensibly it was a rom com, but it was supposed to be more hard Ben still a comedy. Yeah, but more then, gross out rom com. Yeah, but yeah. even that was still. You could go and see it with, yeah, yeah on a date. You fucking like, come yeah. with this. Yeah. She'd walk out and go, what the fuck did you Why take did me you to? Why did you fucking take me to And you'd be that? like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had John and Joan Cusack in. I thought yeah. it was golden. I thought it was going to be Dan great. Aykroyd in. Me driver's big day feet in it. He had that fellow who looks a bit like Joe Rogan, a plastic man. <laughs> had the German man. <laughs> the German man. The German plastic man. <laughs> I know. So... I just didn't know. I just, I didn't know. I don't know how it was marketed. I'd be very interested to see the trailer for this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um. So he, he eventually, he's meeting a lot of people. He eventually meets this one girl and she's brought a baby along. Strange. But she has. Uh, there is a two minute scene of John Cusack <laughs> and the baby staring at each other while under pressure please <laughs> the baby's a contract killer no the, the baby's, baby's part just, of the uni the baby's just looking up and smiling at him but it's literally just a shot of the baby's face shot of John Cusack looking at his baby shot of the baby's <laughs> face 
shot John Cusack. <laughs> Honest to God, for like two minutes. Yeah. I was just like, is this ever going to end? Is this the rest of the film now? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have loved for the baby to turn out to be Dan Aykroyd. Bang, 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 bang. He goes, billy, 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 bing. Popcorn. Popcorn. Bang, 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 bang. Oh, that would have been great. What a film. <laughs> I'm guessing like it's meant to be he's reflecting on. Yeah. On, on his life choices. On his life I guess. choices. As a I guess so. Yeah. Then Debbie appears and he's just there feeding this baby. And yeah. she's like, oh, can I hold the baby? And the woman's like, yeah, sure. And that's that for a bit. Great. Um, that's fun. Yeah. Then they sneak away and they go up to some rafters and they have a little <laughs> chat. Oh, no way. And he's like, did I tell you I've been dreaming about you every day for 10 years? <laughs> no, because I wouldn't have come on this date if you uh, had. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> I would uh, not have left the house if you'd have mentioned yeah. that. She's like, no. And he's like, well, that's that's that. That's a bit of bombshell, isn't it? And she's like, oh, that's pretty cool. One insane thing to tell someone. <laughs> that's not pretty cool at all. And then she's like, should we go dance? And he's like, yeah, fuck it. So they go have a dance. Um, it's a nice little dance. They don't quite. They, they pretend to kiss for a while, where like he just has his open mouth near her open mouth for a bit. <laughs> They're just breathing into each into other. each other's mouths. Yeah, <laughs> sexy. Which, to act yeah. that would have been so dreadful. Hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't worse than like acting as sexy or whatever. No, yeah, like, it just breathing into each other's mouths. It's great. What is the direction for that as well? Breathing when each when the director says, you know, I want you to get your mouths really close to each other, open mouth, and then they're just like, do you want us to kiss? And then he's like, no, no. Open mouth as close as you can get. Yeah, don't kiss. Don't kiss though. Yeah, you get sacked if you kiss. <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> so they have this dance, um, and then they fuck off. I assume to go shag. Yeah. Um. And then we can only assume. We can only assume. Well, I mean, I know I watched the film. Uh, <laughs> and then everyone else starts doing this very strange dance. And we also see that Joe, not Joe Rogan, is tapped off with Jenny Slater. So nice. Good. Well done, not Joe Rogan. Um, they go to this room. They go to like a chemistry lab. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a fucking bed in it for some reason. I don't really know why. And they they, they go there and they, they're kissing and blah, blah, blah. They're experimenting on sexual chemistry. <laughs> sexual chemistry. It's the Marvin Gaye room. He funded it. <laughs> the sexual healing therapy room. <laughs> he, he, they're kissing in that. And then she's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Something's not right. She's like, something's missing. And he's like, what is it? And she's fucking wallops him. <laughs> Slaps him right in the face. And then it's just like, that's what's missing. Like, been, rough, been 10 rough, years you prick you were an asshole so they kiss and then it's fun and then they kiss outside back in the hallway again do we assume they banged no I don't think so no. they just, they're just too quirky to bang yeah yeah way too quirky Um. then we've also at this point we see the plastic man mm-hmm. he's just decided to pretend to be someone and enter the um the shindig as well why is this guy still in this film Um. well Debbie says Let's split up. She's like, I'm gonna go and say goodbye to a few people and I'll meet you up front. And he's just like, Yeah, cool. He's like, I'm gonna go visit my old locker. So he goes to his locker and the plastic man appears and we he just have a full fight. Nice. Um fist fight or gunfight? Fist fight and oh, it's nice. very good. Okay. It's actually very good. It's fucking brutal. Really? Yeah, no, it is really brutal, like proper brutal fight scene. <laughs> and they're punching the shit out of each other, a lot of groundhouse kicks, a lot of people being kicked in the head. Eventually, um, Eventually, Cusack Martin gets him down on the floor, gets a pen, and just fucking stabs him right in the throat. Oh, mate, come and on. And just pisses blood everywhere. Oh, and that's when great. Debbie turns around the corner. Ah, oh, shit. And she's just like, what the fuck? She loses her head, and he's like, no, 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 I, he tried to kill me, and then she runs off screaming. Come on, he's explained what he does for a living. Yeah. Everyone's accepted it. Yeah. 
well, I guess at this point now we start to think that maybe it's everyone thought it was a joke. Yeah, no one wanted to face no. the actual reality of what he was saying. No, um, well, that's on them. Joe Rogan pops up the stairs and he's like, "What the fuck?" And he's just like, "Doesn't matter. We got to get rid of this body." So they they pull down a lot of posters and hoardings and then just wrap up this body. And then there's a f- they quite calmly this this man <laughs> Joe Rogan's straight on board shows yeah. people around houses right yeah, yeah yeah they calmly together wrap him up in this in, in all these posters take him downstairs take him into the basement and throw him in a furnace nice well <laughs> I, I imagine the whole time Unchained Melodies playing <laughs> or something I imagine you show enough people around enough houses and eventually you're going to have to dispose of you're a body dispose of a body well, you're going to have to you're going to have to throw it. a body in a furnace gonna happen i would have looked at that and gone absolutely yeah no there's no way i'm lifting that with my back no you disappeared for 10 years you've shown up for one day yeah am i fuck getting involved in this you <laughs> freak <laughs> yeah. but then there's also part of you that thinks he's just stabbed a man to death with a pen so i don't want to say no to him yeah it's an awkward position it is an awkward in position, yeah. they <laughs> so weird so then he's all sad he goes back to his hotel sad man he's watching sad shows um because he, he, he he's on the phone to his receptionist his receptionist is now going completely mental right and has, he's set fire well she's pouring gasoline all over the office <laughs> she's hitting computers with a hammer grace uh, yeah and he's just like are we out of business and she's like yeah no everything's done Everything isn't done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just put gasoline all over the place and hit yeah, the computer with a hammer. Yeah, she's done it. Yeah, That's yeah, not yeah. how you destroy a hard drive, is to hit the casing of a computer with a hammer. <laughs> That's all it takes, right? You fuck up. <laughs> so she's like, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> um, and then Debbie appears. She knocks at the door. I mean, Blank at this point shitting himself. He's got his gun ready and everything. And she she comes in and he, she just goes, was he trying to kill you? And he goes, yeah. He goes, yes, absolutely. I wasn't trying to kill him. It wasn't a hit. He was trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. And then we get a whole explanation of, of what has happened to Martin. So he completely lost his head and joined the army. That was true. He then worked as a government killer. And then about five years ago, he moved away from government killing. and just Killing governments or hired by the hired government? Hired by the government to kill people because he was fucking good. Makes sense. Because apparently his psych profile when he went to join the army set him up as being good kill man. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because he's a psycho. <laughs> and she literally says, you're a fucking psychopath. And he's like, no, 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 no. Not a psychopath. He goes, psychopaths kill for no reason. He's like, I kill for I money. I kill for money. He's exactly <laughs> what he says. He goes, I kill for money. That is the reason. He goes, that doesn't sound right. But that's the way it is. Yeah. He said, you should see the shit houses that I kill and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, he, he goes on about like, it's really good. It's a really good scene because he's trying to justify it. And it almost comes out as like, if someone asked me how I would justify it, everything would sound completely bonkers when yeah, you say yeah. it. But it's yeah. like, you've got your own moral In code your own head, you've, got, you've kind of come to terms with it and like yeah. rationalized it. But to explain that to someone yeah. else, it's still... I kill people for yeah. no for, and then for he, money. He yeah. does stupidly say, and eventually you do kind of like it. <laughs> that is creepy. Yeah, yeah, sure yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she then gets all arsy, which is fair. Yeah, and says, "Don't fucking come near me ever again." <laughs> okay. Well, she came to him, so yeah, you know, she's the problem. But she needed answers, and then yeah. he's just like, "Deb, don't go." And she turns around. She's like, "What the fuck do you mean, don't go?" She's just like, "No, you're a bell end. You fucking went last time, dickhead." Yeah. And then she go. He goes to go again, and. <laughs> 
can't remember when he says something else. She comes back and fucking flips out again, <laughs> and then goes. And I like that. Yeah. That's what happened in an argument. Yeah, yeah. When you're you about to leave, you just else. think, Do you know what? Get fucked. You know, I'm not done. I'm not yeah. done. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that happens, and he's all sad. Um, but then he, um, he decides to. Well, there's still a hit to do, isn't there? There is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not done the job. We see a man on a bike. Mm-hmm. We see Dan Aykroyd. Okay. He's in a big van. He's got he's a big been sniper. Been here before. Yeah. Been here before. He's got a big sniper. It's exactly at the start. Yeah. And then Martin Blank's car goes fucking fizzing past this this cyclist. He does a big spin, and the guy's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Get in the car. Get in the fucking car." You, you, there's a hit out on you. He's like, "I'm supposed to be killing you." It's only fucking Debbie's dad. Is it? Yeah. No way. Yeah. He's oh, bad. no. What's Debbie's dad done? Well, he, we don't know. Martin just says, he, he just says he must have done some bad shit to get me fucking yeah. coming to kill you. And he's just like, there's a big, there's a huge portfolio of every, like his entire life. No way. And he's just like, yeah, I was hired to kill you, but I'm not going to fucking kill you. He's like, there are some people who are going to kill you, uh, but I'm going to make you safe. So... It plays in really, really well to the whole thing of John Cusack's character being a psychopath that he knows who the hit is. No, on. yeah, yeah totally, and He must yeah. have known Debbie's dad, yeah. and he's still gone there and like seduced her and gone to prom with her and yeah. like sat with Debbie's dad and had a drink and stuff, knowing that eventually he was probably gonna have to kill him. Like yeah. that's madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's not. Yeah. Um, so then they drive. He drives drives back to Debbie's house. Yeah. Or but his house. Um, he gets inside Debbie comes down and says what the fuck are you doing and Deb's dad's just like well he's just saved my life apparently there's a hit out on me and he's like yeah no, that's true and he, he's got this big briefcase full of cool weapons and nice. he's just like right getting all this stuff he goes and now <laughs> this scene is fucking cool so it's like the final shootout but um, the whole time he's pretty much just professing his love and explaining everything yeah. to Debbie while he's just killing men <laughs> so he just puts a few bullets out the door um, he goes to the back door and has a little shootout. They, he's like, don't move anywhere. They go to leave with a dead man in the middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> she starts screaming. And then we see Dan Aykroyd running up the path. Yeah. How you can imagine Dan Aykroyd runs. Yeah. Sort yeah. of like if you were to give a slug legs. <laughs> and he's like hobbling up. And he's got these two guns out in front of him. And there's more dudes coming in. And they scream and they he go back in. Martin eventually kills the guy out the back. And he's yeah. just, he fucking doesn't half kill him though. He shoots <laughs> the shit out of him. And yeah. then just starts mashing his head with a frying pan. Ah, a bit too much. Debbie sees this and he's just like, got him done. <laughs> you got to you gotta check it with the frying pan. Sometimes you need the comedy Sometimes pull up on and off yeah. to kill yeah. a man. Debbie, you ever watched Tom and Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, he takes them upstairs, he, yeah. he puts them in the bathroom, he gives Debbie a gun and he's just like, if anyone comes in, just fucking shoot them. But he keeps just professing like all his love and saying exactly everything and he's just like, the reason I left um, all those years ago is because I just, I knew what I was. And he was just like, I knew that I was just going fucking mad. And he was like, and I didn't want to put you through that. Mm-hmm. He was like, because I loved you and I loved you so much that I just thought I had to remove myself from your life because it was just going to be a mess. Yeah. And he was like, so that's why I went and joined the army and blah, 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 because he knew it was a fucking mental case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he go he, he he kills some more guys. Yeah. Only Ackroyd left. This is the bit that I remember most vividly from yeah. this scene is when it's just Ackroyd and Cusack yeah. against each other in the house and they're like talking to each other from behind different walls yeah. and stuff. Well, yeah, yeah. Do you know one of the lines of dialogue that he says from downstairs, mate? 
<laughs> it's not the fucking popcorn. It's bingly bing 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 popcorn. No, it, it isn't. is. No, no, it isn't. No, though. it is. Lassie, it is. David is. I'll play you after would, this. Because why would he say it? I'll play you it after this. <sighs> Guys, go away and watch, and watch him. Wait for him to say bingly bing 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 popcorn. Because <laughs> he does say it. Says it twice. <laughs> why? And starts laughing when he you does don't it. Understand why? Why can't it's Dan Aykroyd? So he the the. They have a little shootout through the house. Yeah. They're both <laughs> just behind a kitchen island, essentially. Or like a kitchen counter going into the living room. Yeah. Shooting. The Hank Azaria and his pal, they burst in through the back door. They start shooting. Everyone's shooting everyone. And then Dan Aykroyd just stands up. And Martin stands up. And they both just turn around and shoot the fuck out of the government agents. And they're just both straight up dead. Amazing. But Dan Aykroyd has the biggest smile on his face that I've ever seen in my life. Just loving life. He loves it. Absolutely he's loves like, his job. He's like Jack, Jack Nicholson. Joke. <laughs> Shooting away. They kill these men. It's quite brutal. Yeah. And then they're both out. And then um, they both go back behind the little what counter. classic scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Dan Aykroyd's like, you out? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, I'll sell you, sell you a gun for 100 grand. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And Martin's just like, yeah, fuck it. So he throws a little gun over. And as they both turn around, Martin's just got the telly and just smashes it on that crew's Nice. <laughs> and then we hear him gurgle to death. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That's brutal. And then the end of the film is a nice voiceover, radio-esque voiceover of Debbie talking about how things come back into your life and blah, blah, blah. And it's her and uh, Martin Blank driving down the road. <laughs> nice. Well, that's all we need, isn't it? And that's See, the it is a rom-com. I fucking got through it. Jesus Christ. It's insane. Yeah. It is absolutely insane. There's an awful lot of dialogue I missed out, but you really just need to go watch it and, and just take in how stressful all the dialogue is. I think the thing is, and I think we mentioned it through this, is I love this film. It's amazing. And I can't tell you why I love it. No, neither can't can I. can't tell you what kind of film it is, what genre it is, what it's meant to achieve, what we're meant to think of the characters by the end of it. But it's just great. It's just, it's just really, really well written. It's just film. fun. It's just, yeah. Uh, well, well written. <laughs> John Cusack is just, he's just very charismatic, isn't he? He's just this great whole film is super characterful. It's yeah. super quirky and weird. If it was made now, it would have Zoe Deschanel in it. Yeah. And it would have... Paul Rudd. And Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, yeah. Dan Aykroyd <laughs> would still be in it, yeah. <laughs> it would be Paul Rudd. Yeah, Paul it would Rudd. be Paul Rudd. Spot yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. And maybe Jim Carrey is Dan Aykroyd's character. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's mental. Yeah, yeah. Him or um, Seth Rogen. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. It'd be a bit too... Yeah. But that's who they'd go with nowadays. Yeah. 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 And Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> All the Rogans. Yeah. What a strange film. Yeah. But I is. fucking love it. It's great. Oh, it's a great film. It's such a good film. That, you always know it's a good film when we get to the end of these episodes and I think, I just want to go and watch yeah. this film now. Yeah. I've got and a I, DVD. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of people who've watched this, who listen to this. I don't but reckon. they really should. They really should. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. They really should. It's worth a watch. Anyway, it's our 47 minutes. So. There's a couple of John Cusack for this one and uh, High Fidelity. Yeah. Just go and watch them because they're just brilliant. I haven't seen High really Fidelity. Great. Oh, that's great. Jack Black's in it. Brilliant. Uh, John Cusack <laughs> is a, a record shop owner. And he just talks about the different girls that he's liked in his life. I think Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it as well. But it's very good. Anyway, yeah. go watch it. Not this okay. film. Never, no. We won't stop talking um, about it. But if you want us to, to not stop talking about other films, we do a, a full film every Thursday. Yeah, we do. Um, just like today or whenever you listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and we put our bonus content all the time. And if you like it, you know, tell your friends about it. And if you want to know, you know what we're up to or play our silly fucking Instagram game, uh, then we're at breakfast underscore club at pretty much every social media you can think of. Yeah. 
So, yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoyed Gross Point Blank. Yeah, I know I did. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.